Welcome to the ARC Experience, featuring the stories of self-advocates with disabilities and their families from around Wisconsin. Be inspired. Take action. And now for today's episode. Hello and welcome to the ARC Experience. My name is Lisa Pugh and I'm Executive Director of the ARC Wisconsin. Thank you for joining us today. Um, we are here today talking with Rosie Geiger, a self-advocate here at the ARC Fond du Lac. Hello. And, hello. And Cassie Higgins, who's a case manager here with the ARC Fond du Lac. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Welcome. Okay. Welcome. Today we are talking about civic engagement for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. It's important, but many people think it's too difficult. Who would listen to what I have to say? How do I even start? Talking to community leaders is essential to make sure people with disabilities are known as important contributing citizens who need government to work for them too. In this episode, we're gonna talk about um, Rosie's experiences talking to elected officials and also hear from her and Cassie about their advice for others on why they think speaking up is important and kind of how to do it. So um, we'll also hear later in the episode from a Fond du Lac City Council member. So again, welcome to both of you ladies. Rosie, you have talked to, you told me, Senator Fine, who, right. who represents people here in Fond du Lac. Right. So when you talk to him about the things that you like to do in your life, what do you share? Like, what are some of your favorite things to do out in the community? Like to go swimming and go bowling. So it's important. You want to make sure there's enough funding right. so you can keep doing that. Right. So uh, what about the people that support you? Is that something that you talk about, too, the people at the ARC Fond du Lac and that, those direct support staff? Yeah. How important are those people to you? They're important. Mm -hmm. So tell me, when you've gone to Madison and you speak with people, are you, are you a little bit afraid or nervous? Yeah, why, yeah, a little bit. Why does that make you nervous? Well, you to getting up in front of people and talk. Getting up in front of people and talking and talking. sharing your story, yeah. yeah. Right. So Cassie, you helped groups of self-advocates, including Rosie, go to Madison and meet, and I know that our Fond du Lac sometimes hosts elected officials here so you have local conversations but then you go to Madison so w when you hear all the stories that people with disabilities tell what what are people often talking about well they are talking about getting engaged in their community being able to have access to transportation they all want to work and be able to have a job um, they just want the same things out of life that we expect each and every day so that is what they're focused on their goals are is becoming part of the community that they belong to. So do you often see people who are a little nervous about doing, they probably have never done it before. Well, I think the biggest thing is, is that they've never been there before and the experience itself of being in front of them, or maybe the fact that they've been told by several other people, they're not gonna take the time to listen. They're not gonna do those type of things. So if we don't give them the opportunity to be there and speak up for themselves, it's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rosie, I know you have, you live with some roommates and you, it sounds like you help put your meals together right. and you keep that house going. Right. You, sounds like you have a really good life. So tell me more about it. And my mom t told me how to do that. 
Your mom taught you how to do some cooking and take right. care of your house. Right. Okay. And sometimes you probably need a little help to do some of those things still. Right. Okay. So just as a child or as we as children have learned things in life, we'd like to apply those when we get older as an adult. So giving them that opportunity to apply what they've learned from when they're younger keeps that brain working and healthy and active and able to, again, continue to speak for themselves. So when you when you talk to Senator Fine and when you've seen groups of people with disabilities meet with legislators, what do you hope they learn? Like, what do you want them to know? Well, like, I never learned how to read until time mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But you can still do a lot of things. Yeah. The thing is, it's just important to know that they always are, they they do need those supports in place. It is important to have somebody to be able to assist them in those decisions. But ultimately, the decision is still theirs. So they should be able to be in charge of things that affect them specifically. So decisions that are going to affect them as people, they should have a right on how those decisions are going to be outlaid, how they're going to continue to affect their lives, and exactly what do they want in their lives and how are they going to get there. And when you say decisions, you mean government, right? Yes. Because I mean, a lot of the supports that Rosie needs to go bowling or go swimming or to live in her home are really kind of dependent upon decisions that are made in Madison, right? Very dependent on those decisions because a lot of it has to do with the funding that they receive. Mm -hmm. And the funding that helps to support you to be able to work here and then have your own family, right? Exactly, exactly. It's a revolving door, is it not? <laughs> so have you seen over the years, Cassie, how funding has impacted your ability to make sure that Rosie can do, Rosie and other folks are able to get the supports they need and to go out in the community or have access to transportation or for you at the Arc Fond du Lac to have good workers here? Well the supports in place so that way they can have a home um, also so we can provide them transportation so they are able to have at least engagement in night and day activities um, but it is very crucial and important so that way we are at least able to provide that staff and community integration is very, very costly where we pick up most of those costs so they're able to go out with the supports in place and have access to the same opportunities in their community as anyone else would. Yeah, super important. So if you're talking to somebody with a disability that's nervous, they don't think it's worth it to talk to a senator or a city council person. What, what would you say to them? Why should they tell their story? Be heard. Because to be heard? Yeah. Important to be heard. Right. Good advice. Well, it's important because you are the ultimate decision maker on your life, right? So right. what happens to you should, they should know that they can't make decisions for you. You're able to make those decisions for yourself. Right. And don't ever step back because it's your life, right? Right. And you're a real person. Right. Making real decisions. Mm -hmm. and supporting your community. You right. work, you volunteer, yeah. and you're here, right? right? Exactly. And you're not just another person hanging out inside a day services building, right? Right. Exactly. We do a lot more than just care for you guys here. Right. Okay. Well, thank you both for joining me and talking about 
how important it is to talk to our policymakers, city council members, county board members, state legislators. Hey, we should be going to the White House, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah, you all. wouldn't mind that at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Lisa. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. You are listening to the ARC Experience, and we are continuing our conversation about civic engagement for people with intellectual developmental disabilities. I'm Lisa Pugh, Executive Director of the ARC Wisconsin, and I am joined now by Ben Giles, who is a city council person, member, uh, for the city of Fond du Lac. And Ben, you've been involved in politics and public policy for a big part of your life and now a new city council member since 2018 here in Fond du Lac, Indeed. right? Yep. And you had a recent meeting with some self-advocates with disabilities and what we've been talking about on this episode of the podcast is how important it is for self-advocates with disabilities really to be meeting their policymakers. Why do you think that's important? I think it's important because it's, it's uh, great to have a, a sense of understanding and empathy. I think a lot of times um, we make assumptions, right? And when you can actually meet um, self-advocates and you know people who live every day with disabilities, you start to understand them better and understand what their day-to-day is like and how you specifically, your level of government, can make a difference in their lives and make their lives easier. Um, that's definitely what I've seen in, you know, going out in the community and coming to the ARC and going to different events and helping out is that, you know, everybody wants to be involved. Everybody wants to have a good life. And so learning more and understanding um, the day-to-day is very important. So as a city councilman, um, when you met with people first, Fond du Lac, as I think the group that you met with, um, what are some what are some of the policies that are made at the city level that you think are important to people with disabilities that you could really use their feedback on? Um, definitely transportation. You know, I think of um, we're pretty lucky in Fond du Lac to have great organizations like the ARC because when folks want to go to the Y, the ARC will bus them there, right? They have an awesome bus. Um, but the city plays a role in that too, you know, making sure that our bus lines are accessible, making sure that people can get on buses um, and that, you know, their the routes are running at the times where they need to go, whether it be volunteering, whether it be coming to the ARC or going to a job. Um, those are really important. And the city plays an interesting role in that because we work really closely with the federal government um, in getting a lot of grant money and a lot of federal transportation aid. And and a lot of our bus routes and a lot of our transportation is funded that way, but it's really our job then to take a look at how to implement it that best works for our city, right? So um, looking at those routes, looking at where people need it, when they need it, um, and making sure it's inclusive and, and welcome for everyone. I think that's the, the biggest hurdle is, you know, you can have a bus system, but if it's not being used, sometimes it's not always because there's a lack of people that want to use it. Sometimes it's just not designed right. And so making sure that we understand that and and taking in, um, you know, populations who want to use the bus and why they want to use the bus and making sure we're listening to them is so important. Um, also getting involved in the community. That's been something that um, I've seen through the city lens. You know, we have a wonderful senior center that the, um, the city funds and that senior center puts on programming every day for all sorts of people um, and you know that's a place that people feel welcome it's a place they can come in um, and have a sense of community um, those are those are things that are really important for quality of life in town um, 
And that was something we focused on too, is just how to get more involved in the community, how to feel welcome. Those are all things that, you know, make someone's life a, a better life and make them want to live in a place like Fond du Lac. You know, we were talking a little bit before we started uh, recording here about how when you are developing a relationship with a policymaker, sometimes you don't go in right away with an ask. It's mm-hmm. really important to kind of get to know your policymaker. Why do you think that for people with disabilities, that it's important for them to just kind of share their day-to-day life with a, a new person, elected person. Yeah, absolutely. It's very important. Um, you know, no offense to policymakers or um, local elected officials, but when when you have a foot in the door and you have a relationship with them, they're way more likely to listen and understand, right? Um, and you know, everyone does it. It's 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 a hard and busy job being in elected office at any level, right? And so developing that relationship is so important and it's so great that you know different organizations have advocacy days and get FaceTime with legislators. Um, but part of that is, you know, that people are a lot more receptive um, and you, you get that, that sense of empathy and understanding when you start developing a relationship, right? And, you know, when, when I've gone to advocacy days for different events, um, I'm on the library board and I went with the library director to the library advocacy days and we went and we visited with our local legislators talking about the library and our library director kept emphasizing, he was like, this means so much more for you as a stakeholder to come into these and talk about the library, someone who, you know, doesn't necessarily have a vested interest or works for the library, right? To hear that perspective than me, the library director, right? They pay more attention. They want to hear what you have to say, um, and that's the same. That's the same way, right? So you, you know, you have a lobbyist that comes in and wants to talk to you about disabilities and how we can advocate better for people. It doesn't mean the same as as someone who actually is working through that in their everyday life, right? Um, and so that's why it's so important to have that relationship. Um, and I think that's. Um, that's way more powerful too. They like taking pictures with stakeholders and not, you know, not a lobbyist. And so it it benefits them too when <laughs> when people come in and um, actually bring in people who are affected by policy, sure. not just the the lobbyists and the people who who want to write the policy. You know, you're. We were talking to some self-advocates with disabilities and they were saying how they're nervous. Like Mm -hmm. talking to policymakers can be really intimidating. Can you kind of demystify that a little bit to make it a little less scary if I'm a person with a disability? Like you're too important. You don't want to hear from me. Absolutely. I, I... Um, you know, never, never, ever be afraid. Um, the reason they have these meetings is because they want to meet people. They want to understand the issues. Um, and they'll never, I mean, I haven't ever met a, an elected official, at least in our area, that is going to be mean for wanting to reach out and just make an honest attempt at, you know, trying to get a better understanding of how, um, you know, you can work together to, to make the area or the district um, a better place. And so, um, and a lot of times, I mean, I, I know most of the elected officials in our area, they're really nice people, right? And they want to make a difference. And, you know, you can help be that vehicle and you can help be that vessel to make that difference. Um, and, and they'd like to hear from you. They'd like to hear your perspective. So, you know, take a deep breath, big swallow of confidence, walk in and, you know, be honest and real. And, you know, don't be afraid to share your story and your opinion. I always say they put their pants on one leg at a time, just like all the rest of us do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, we are talking to Ben Giles, who is city council member for the city of Fond du Lac. Thank you for joining us today and talking about getting your voice heard. Yes, indeed. And happy to be here. And thanks for putting together this podcast series. This is really awesome. All right. Thanks. Have a great day. Yeah, you too.
Today's episode of The Arc Experience was brought to you by The Arc Wisconsin, the state's oldest advocacy organization for people with intellectual and developmental disabilities and their families. It's funded in part by the Wisconsin Board for People with Developmental Disabilities. Our theme music, called Species, is the property of EY5Z and cannot be copied or distributed without permission. It was produced by Eleanor Cheatham, a composer and artist with autism.